Hey, it's Mike, Sean, and AJ of the Confused Breakfast. If you love classic movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, we're the podcast for you. We just finished up May of Sways Uncaged. All Nick Cage and Patrick Swayze movies. Dirty Dancing, Donnie Darko, Face Off, The Outsiders, and National Treasure. Check us out wherever podcasts are found. You will be glad you did. So today, my guest, Tom Hamlet, half of the podcast Dumpster Dive, a wonderful podcast. He's fantastic. I was just on his podcast and I couldn't wait to get him over here. So he's going to be joining me in just a second. But before I go into that, I wanted to talk about my new membership options over on YouTube. If you're already over here watching on YouTube, hey, but if you're listening, this these options are available in lieu of a Patreon because I don't want to put my content behind a paywall just yet. I'd like it to be available to everybody. And until we start getting a ton of ads and sponsors on here and I want to offer like an ad-free stuff, then I'll do a Patreon and we'll explore that. But until then... Here's some membership options for you. There's two levels. There's the level one queens for $4.99 a month. You get a custom badge and emoji for when I do lives. You can, you can use those little badges and emojis and you get to look, you get to look, you get to look at these polls. You don't get to vote in them. No, you get to vote in bonus content polls. So I get a lot of suggestions for things to cover besides recaps, like if a newsworthy thing happens, or if a casting update occurs, and people request that I cover it as a bonus episode. But I can't obviously cover everything. And so what I'll do is I'll post in the community tab on YouTube, a poll like what should I cover next, and you'll get to vote on that. Now, the next level queens for $9.99 a month, you'll get those same perks, but you'll also get a shout out at the top of every episode and early access to those bonus episodes. You'll get those three days before everyone else. Cool, right? All you have to do is go onto my YouTube page and there's a join button and you hit join. And I think if you're a member, it will announce anytime I post anything to members only, it'll send you a notification. So you'll know when I do any updates, they're just for you members. And these, uh, anything, these membership levels, anything that monetarily goes towards me, like when you guys buy me a coffee or anything like that, which by the way, thank you. I've been getting tons of people have bought me coffees in the last few days. I really appreciate that, by the way. Thank you. All of that stuff just goes back into this. It goes towards making time and not having to do other things that pay my bills, making time to give you guys more content. And then if more members that sign up, more income that comes through this platform would go into better equipment and cooler stuff that can be given back to you guys, really, because I do, I, I love doing this. Uh, but obviously, you know, it doesn't pay the bills quite yet. And that's the goal, right? To be able to just do this and bring you guys content all day, every day. So thank you guys already for the support you do give me. But those are now some options for you. Also, there's an option if you don't want to do a membership, if that's just too much of a commitment, because don't worry, I have commitment issues too. You can just do a one-time thing on YouTube called a super thanks. It's under each video. There's a little icon that is a heart with a dollar sign and a thanks. You can hit that and you can just give a one-time donation. There's, there's options. I think it goes up to like 50 bucks. Um, if you ever do 
donate on a video that has, let's say, like Kendrick or Pia in it. For right now, those are my only two regular co-hosts. But if you ever donate on one of those videos and you say, I just love Pia and I love Kendrick, I will absolutely split the profits with them because I am not great. I'm, I'm very, very generous, I promise, because I do know that they bring so much value. And the day when the day comes and I can pay them handsomely, I will, I promise. But if you guys ever donate and want that money to go to them, I promise I will give it to them. I swear. Uh, but yeah, that is an option too. If you're like, um, membership sounds a little intense. There's an option just if they're like, this one video in particular is fabulous. I want to give you two bucks. There's an option there too. So lots of ways to show support monetarily now. And it is a wonderful thing for me, I must say. <laughs> so... So anyway, let's get Tom in here for the Salt Lake City episode two recap. Enjoy the show. Hi, Tom. Hi. Thanks for coming. Oh my God, of course. I'm happy to be here. Um, do you remember the first time we interacted? Because I do. Oh no, I don't. Oh my god, what was it? Was, it? it was when you had gone on Watch What Happens Live and became oh, god. like I know it was like you were really intimidated. You had gone on and seen Sutton. It was like Sutton's first Watch What Happens Live, maybe. Yes, I was there in person for her first Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And like you accidentally like went viral basically because then everyone was hitting you up, like, give me all the details. Oh, because <laughs> I I forgot about this because there beforehand, oh my god, this feels like forever. I made like uh-huh. a big deal about it. Yeah. Yeah, because Andy made some answered a question about the Kardashians in the in the pre like so for those that don't know if you go to watch it happens live and he comes out early and you get like you get like it can be anywhere between like a minute to five minutes depending on how many people have questions about um anything you can just like literally ask him and this was right before the they had uh released the reunion special for the kardashians and um someone asked a question about it and he was weird he was like he he essentially said that they had to cut so much out of it because it was against like their like against things they were allowed to talk about it was really interesting he was like it's very different than anything i've ever done because usually he gets to just kind of shoot the shit and it wasn't that it wasn't the case oh my god that feels like forever ago yeah, so you you released that reel innocently, just thinking you were gonna. It was innocently, and people people ate it up and got really scary. Yeah, and I I remember I hit you up in like your DMs, and you were like, ah, like I didn't really expect for everyone to come asking too many questions. And also, when you talk about the Kardashians, it gets mm-hmm. scary because it's the Kardashians, and they sure they like to shut people down. Well, right, and also like I am not a Kardashians person, so yeah, me neither. That's the harder. That's the hardest part. I'm like, eh, like I, it's so I so don't care about it. So just me saying too. that was interesting to me. But there are people that are so such big defenders of them that they're like, that can't be true. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just telling you what happened. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember that being in your comments. Some people being like, I actually heard that's not true, and you're like, okay, I don't care. I I heard it literally from the source, but yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, so we go way back, guys, okay? We go way back. Okay. 
Um, all right. So because Salt Lake City is such a polarizing cast, I need to do because you're my first guest for Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do whenever I have a guest on is get like a state of the union for where people are with the cast. So I'm going to name it. Okay. I'm going to name the cast off. and You're just going to be like love, hate, whatever. OK, OK, Meredith. I am neutral on Meredith. I was a I season one diehard, but now I'm kind of neutral on her. Okay. Jen. <laughs> She's weirdly like the most likable convict in the world. <laughs> okay. Okay. Heather. Heather is the ego's getting bigger. Okay. Whitney. Love. Okay. Lisa. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Love. Okay, good. Yay! Yeah. That's the biggest test. Okay. Okay, yes. good. We're, we're in good hands here. Okay. Okay. I know. Right. I feel like those those takes aren't that off from everyone. The, the biggest... Mm. I mean, there are diehards for um, Heather. And I'm not defending Jen. I just mean, like, she's light as a feather. I've never seen someone so light and, like... I mean, granted, she was screaming at her mother, but, like, just, like, on this vacation, I've never seen someone so, just easy breezy, even though she's an impending... She, she had a moment or two that was very light and breezy, and I was like, God, how can you... How you slip in and out of suicidal thoughts into... Yeah. Like, she made me laugh at one point. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? Like, when she was talking about the garbage trash lingerie party, it was so... She was just, like, acting like she was... Everything was fine. I'm like... You're also referencing like trauma between two best friends. I don't know. Um, Okay. So they're doing like their little round robin in the beginning. We get a little, Mm -hmm. we get a brief moment with um, Jack and Lisa talking about college and we'll get further into that, but we get like a brief, but they touch on it. They give us a little nibble of that, but then now we're going to go to Jen's mom's house. I'd like to point out Jen has made a charcuterie, this is like a through line because Whitney will also make a charcuterie later. Mm-hmm. I'm on a no cheese kick and I'm, it made me really want cheese. I so. don't do much dairy anymore, <laughs> but I, I do it like when I'm looking to indulge, but yeah, it, it, there's really say what you want. There's nothing better than like some <laughs> wine and a cheese board. What it's that both, both cheese boards look so good. Much. If I talk yeah. about it, too much, I'm just going to want to make that tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Jen does her like, crying thing with her mom you can tell jen does this all the time with her mom when she started to go to a place of it makes you want to end my life her mom did this thing where she was like jen i can't like i can't do this again and well jen's done it with us a lot (laughs) yeah like her mom was like no nope i can't go i can't i can't do this bit again for the cameras okay and she's I don't, I'm not trying to delegitimize her trauma. I just think she's a very, what's hard about her is she's a very cry wolf, right? Because she's like always at a 10. Yes. Never. She's never at a six or seven, like everything's at a 10. So it's hard to know sometimes when it's a real cry for help. Not to say anyone who says things like that absolutely needs help, of course. And that's exactly the problem. But the problem is, is she, she says that in the next scene, she's just like, so easy breezy and it's just like it's not that i don't believe you're in that space but you bop around so much that it, it it's just it's hard and unfortunately y- you chose to run a criminal enterprise <laughs> yeah you weren't forced upon that that career life 
And did you see what well, her guilty plea? Did you read any of like what she like the, the specifics she had to plead guilty to? Because it's not like you just walk mm-hmm. in and say, I plead guilty. And then they move you. They have to go specifically through each and every charge. Yeah. And one of the things that she had to plead guilty to was opening accounts in her family's names. No. Yeah. That's dark. I mean, granted, people, people, she took a plea deal, right? So, like, she's agreeing that she did things and she'll serve time for the things she's saying she did. She maybe didn't do that, but, like, you have to say you did. Yes, yes. Um, But if that is a part of the things that she really, 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 really did, that is sick. Yes, I do agree that they're like, you have to plead guilty to all of the things or you don't get the deal. Yeah, because we don't know the deal, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think what do you think is gonna happen? God, I don't know. You know, okay, I low key like know the judge. What? <laughs> Who says that? I don't know the judge. I know the judge's daughter. What? <laughs> I can't what? say more than that, but I literally know the judge's daughter. Yeah, she's good friends with my boyfriend. <laughs> When the case like first came out and we saw who the judge was, I was like, wait, that's not so-and-so's dad, right? And I texted my boyfriend's friends and I'm like, hey, like, is this so-and-so's dad? And they were like, yeah, how crazy is that? Wow. Yeah. What a small world. Very small. I also have more weird, funny connections to Housewives through my boyfriend who does not watch reality television it's hilarious like he weirdly has all these bizarre connections to the franchises like he knows people who knows people knows producers knows these things and i'm sitting here like i don't know one (laughs) well what do you guys talk about well the other side of me that is not very public is uh i'm a video game nerd so that's a lot of our relationship video games and movies and things like that that's so gay of you there's much more in me than just (laughs) okay i speak many languages oh video you know it's so funny people don't realize how gay video games are like okay and i actually very gay culture i i agree i didn't realize it until i met brian um he because we watch we watch like some gay streamers and we'll, we we play some games and like some online games too and he's like you realize that everyone here is gay I'm like no this is such like a bro thing he's like no yeah look at their like they can put little tags on you or something and it's like rainbow I'm like oh my god yeah. hey I know right <laughs> well you know what it is it's like dress up yeah because it's that's literally what it is like comic you, books right you're getting to fulfill this like fantasy of like being like an altered person, you know, like uh, there, there's something about that that is an innately queer, like, like throwing on, getting to choose like a skin or an outfit of choice in a game, in a video game is so, is a dream you have as a kid, like being closeted, you know? Oh, that was that so sense. cute. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm ju- really justifying my video game addiction as like. <laughs> I got like, that was, that like warmed out. my heart. Yeah. Well, I think that it's like, it, people think it's so straight, which it is. And it's because, well, yeah, it know, can be. I'm not deep into the gamer world, but I know that there's a very toxic, as as a part of every. I recently movie. learned about how psychotically toxic it could be. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of really, of course, to no one's surprise, a lot of racism with like the way 
you know, characters are built out through stories and people get offended. I'm like, this is too much, y'all. This is a game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I didn't realize that the gamer community, like in the headsets and stuff, can get mm-hmm. really like sexist. And oh yeah, uh-huh. I went down a weird rabbit hole on YouTube the other day. Can you tell? Because I have like this absurd knowledge of random things. So okay, well, wait. So wait, wait, wait. <laughs> One more thing about gaming, and then we'll get back to it. So during peak peak pandemic, like quarantine, pre vaccines, all that stuff, we were my friend group. Um, my sister, Brian, and then a couple of our other friends, we all started play- playing Fortnite. And Fortnite is like truly the game that the eight-year-olds play. Okay. <laughs> like it's a game for children, but we started playing because we could online play quarantining from home yeah. and you could still talk to your friends like in the game. <laughs> so sometimes when you play, like if you don't do the right setting, you get matched up with strangers if you're playing in a squad. <laughs> and one time... <laughs> Well, a couple times you we were playing and when you're playing with your friends who are adults, you just don't really think about it that when you're playing against like other people that they are likely like on their lunch break from like getting at home schooling because of COVID. Right. So we're playing a video game and then I accidentally joined like a squad and then their chat was on and it was like, Timmy, don't you do that? Long? Like these like high pitched kids. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is mortifying. Like I'm literally playing with the six year old. <laughs> and of course they're like such dicks, like, ah, wow, I was like, I need to get out of here. <laughs> this, is, this is this is a low this was this is rock bottom. <laughs> like I'm 30 years old, like <laughs> furloughed. <laughs> so. You'll never forget that moment. No. Oh my god. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a scene on a sitcom. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> my face hurts. Whew. That was good. Good that was a good little that was a good tangent. I have stories. I know how we went from knowing Jen's uh judge <laughs> to playing video games with to gaming <laughs> to your to your rock bottom gaming experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, well, speaking of not a rock bottom, Whitney's charcuterie board. Okay, that one looked especially good. Oh, my God. Even Meredith was impressed. And Meredith is kind of tough to impress. She's like, did you make that? Did you do that? She's like, And Whitney was like, yeah. Whitney was like a little offended. I couldn't believe it. I was it was amazing. The only thing about the boards, they're expensive because you have to buy so many things and you don't end up eating all of it. No one, when you have people over, you always end up with so many like dried ass cheese slices and you're like, well, shit. Once those edges get dry, you're like, no one's touching that cheese. That's those, the edge cheeses are done. It's a wrap for them. Yeah. Over. Uh, Whitney points out she's never shown any interest uh, in hanging out before this, but uh, this recent falling out with Lisa, she seems to have some time for me. That is true. There's been a huge shift in the alliances. There has. And it's fun. It it feels, I'm comparing the season to Mob Wives. It literally feels like a season of Mob Wives where it's like, oh, you guys don't like each other. Like no one here likes each other. We're just here to. 100%. But in last season, I, they didn't like each other and it was annoying me. So far this season, they don't like each other and I'm kind of loving it. They're really they, they, They need to, they need to like each other. Mm-hmm. And you know why Meredith is actually engaging? Because last season she was like, I'm just hanging out with Mary. Right. 
this which was season. Such a weird person to back. And right? I I actually do like Mary and miss her, but like they just had nothing going on, the two of them. They enjoyed not talking. They enjoyed sitting in a scene, not really talking. <laughs> right. Like right? best in show. Yeah. Like best enjoy- in show. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy talking and not talking. <laughs> but but Meredith, this is where Meredith loses me, is like she's not as sleuth as Lisa is when Lisa's moving her little chess pieces. Like this rumor about <sighs> Lisa, it's like I get what she's doing. She's like, look at me. I'm going to spread a rumor that is based in nothing because you did that to me. But it's like, I'm like, take the higher fucking road. Like, I just don't know that it's the right move. You're, you're, you're succumbing to her, her low level. Like instead just like play the high road and just don't trust her. Like, I just don't really know the point in furthering a story about her sleeping around to get Vita in places. It's just that that's not true. The execution isn't fun either because like either do it and be real fun and like shady with it because she's actually trying to do it through other people. So first she's like, first she just wants to talk about how hypocritical Lisa is. And this, I found this compilation of Lisa talking shit to be a little weak. I agree. (laughs) It wasn't, I'm like, they could do the same compilation for all of you. Like they could put one together for all of you doing this, some sort of talking shit and and then she you know she does well that you know there's rumors flying around about her and then whitney cannot wait she's like well what have you heard and then meredith says jen made reference to affairs i'm like well no you don't really get to say you did too so already i'm like stand in it say it say it if you want to say it and then well then whitney's like well then what do you know and she then chews the loudest cracker in the world <laughs> to yeah. avoid it. Uh-huh. And then I just heard she's doing favors to get Vita tequila picked up in places. Okay. No, if you fine, she's going to later claim that she didn't mean sexual favors. Fine. If you didn't mean sexual favors, let me just tell you someone who worked in the restaurant industry, it's completely normal to be like, okay, let's uh, let's do something. Let's okay. I will give you like 50% off this alcohol yeah. here. If you so what did you mean? You clearly right. meant sexual favors. So don't try. So she's going to try to do that. Like, well, I didn't mean that. Uh, that's annoying. So just stand in it or don't mm-hmm. say it at all. Mm-hmm. But then Whitney takes it and Whitney's like, OK, I can't handle this. I know that sounds absurd, but I've heard that this very wealthy man who's very well known in Utah, really up in the ante, very well known, very well known in Utah. She slept with him to get him to invest in her businesses. And then she goes, oh, I feel bad talking about her. <laughs> OK, guys, I did just omit that from the dialogue. Right. And then Meredith, the last thing I want to do is sit and talk about Lisa. I, I, I hard I, disagree on that one. I need you guys to omit this from dialogue when when just admit you you're here to talk some shit. I want what I want Meredith to say. Look, she asked for it. I want her to say something like that. I'm here for good TV. I don't uh, listeners. You already know this. I don't like Meredith. I don't like her one bit. Okay, I think she's (laughs) fake. I don't like her. I don't like her weird voice. I don't like it. I Lisa is one of my problematic favorites. I get it. I see why people dislike her but lisa is also like she's also not necessarily 
great at what she does because she's kind of like it's like she's no. like a magician that does a trick and she's like did you see that and you're like Lisa. but it's, it's a little different though because what she does which is she has the um i call it the Teresa giudice where she's not totally smart enough to make it all yes work, which makes it more enjoyable to watch because it's so sticky and it's like and like she, she she reminds me a lot of kind of Ramona Singer too sometimes. Like she has just aspects of her where she's like not as good at this game as yes. she, she is. Yes. And so that's what makes her watchable. Like yes. she's so flawed, but she thinks she is she thinks she's Lisa Vanderpump. And say what you want about Lisa, but Lisa was a was a great yes player at the game of reality te- reality television. Like 100%. never saw her sweat. So, hundred percent. Elisa's constantly sweating behind her diet coke. So, a hundred like that's exactly it. As where yeah. Meredith doesn't want to play the game, but she is playing the game, and mm-hmm. it's always like she's tilting her head. I don't know. I'm doing all that bullshit. Yeah. But then along comes Whitney and her energy sessions with Megan, and I, you know, I just if your name's Megan, I kind of I don't know why I just really want you to change it to like Jade. Or something, just right. give it energy some healer, Megan. <laughs> right, yeah. give it a little flair. We need some. Um, but but she was able to tap into Lisa's scared inner little girl, and you know, to be honest, I think that's why I always kind of can see Lisa's good side because I'm like, I get the, I get why Heather is triggered by Lisa because she seems just like mean girl, but I can mm-hmm. also see that Lisa's just like not pure mean girl. She's not. I think she is very she's a child in many ways. And like yeah. she I I kind of see what Winnie was seeing in that. I just I part of me doesn't buy seeing her and <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy. I, I I'm down for all of the cuckoo weirdo energy healing shaman stuff. I just I it's hard for all the people in the world, like in this universe, the person that you you're go tapping to into is Diet Coke, Lisa Barlow, like that's the one you see. That just shows how much Whitney is triggered by Lisa. Sure. Like that's how much she, like Whitney thinks about Lisa. That to Lisa's point, you are counting Lisa Barlow's in your sleep. (laughs) Like it's not like Lisa was not wrong, but I like that Meredith was not expecting that. So she goes, wow, I hear you. (laughs) Um, at this point in my view, but why am I bothering? I'm like, yeah, that was she didn't expect it to go that way. But right. then Whitney does the like, obligatory. Hear me out. This trip coming up is a is a time for healing. I'm like, mm-hmm. of course, that's we have to yeah. say that as a housewife. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cutting over to Lisa playing basketball with Jack. Lisa's voice. She's like, let me see a little layup. <laughs> Her playing basketball is really com- comedic. She, it is. She doesn't get it. That's another moment of her not getting when she's good, Funny. Which, is, which I don't ever want her to get it because that's what is, stays so entertaining. Exactly. If she ever gets it, it won't be good. And she also didn't get how crazy she came across in this scene. I'm like, you, I think it kind of makes sense for him to be like, I don't want to go to college right now. I, I do like that she that realizes she, that he she's like, I created this monster, though, because he does sound like a little asshole because he's like, yeah. I have my own business. And she's like, I Hold on. unfortunately know many of him uh, in 10, yeah. 10, 10 years. A hundred percent. She's like, yeah, but it's really my business. Like, I only pretend that it's your business. Like, it's 
we like, how are you going to start another business? He's like, I'm just going to be like rich. I like he goes, college is where they go to build machines, not humans. I'm like, oh, you read that somewhere. You read that. That's a Joe Rogan quote. Totally. <laughs> totally. But then like, she, Lisa starts crying because she's like, she can't get through to him. Lisa, you did do this like you did because you've been like pumping into their brains that they're business owners. Right. And they're not really like you. You handed them a business and made them like pitch a few products once or twice on camera. And he's like, this is what owning a business is. They're they're not. And she's no. like, what? Wait, what do you mean? You don't want to go to college? Of course, he doesn't want to go to college. Why would this kid want to go to college? Oh, so he you created a, a monster, show. right? He can be on a TV show. He has a business that's only going to get more press on a TV show and he's going to sell that business. She's going to give him part of it and he's going to be able to invest in something that he wants to invest in. And he's going to keep making more money. He's Easiest a little life. BB. He's fine. He'll be fine. He really doesn't need to go to college. I actually 100%. agree. With him, like, it's a waste of money. Like you waste set him up of money. Yeah, You set him up for this waste of money. Like, don't do it. 100%. I get that you the optics look bad, maybe for Lisa, because she's like, hold on, I need you to be a hard worker. It's like, well, no, but you set him up to not have to be. I think that that I think that that is going to dissipate as we get older. Like, I don't think that like college is the sign of a hard worker anymore. Agreed. Agreed. It's It's very boomer. It's very boomer. And most jobs you apply to, at least like in in New York, when you look on LinkedIn, a lot of jobs like they don't require degrees Good. anymore they they uh, they require experience in the field that you want to be in good like, yeah that's how it should be good like, a degree isn't going to teach you how to work in a corporate environment you know with with the college debt where it is it's like just let's stop adding to it the, the yeah. university business is is a scam uh, so. completely agree as a holder of a bfa in musical theater i couldn't agree more <laughs> Oh, in musical theater. Oh, that's better. Yes, Mm -hmm. ma'am. Using none of that today, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) I love it, though. I love it, though. What's your favorite musical? Um, I I love Sondheim. So I always say Sweeney Todd is likely Mm. pretty much my favorite. Um, And then what else do I love? Yeah, I mean, Sondheim is my, Son, anything Sondheim is really my go-to, and then Swing is my favorite Sondheim, so yeah. As long as you didn't say Rent. No, only people who say Rent are, like, between the ages of, uh, like, what, 12 and 8, 12 and 17, 17 and then <laughs> some, like, 38 to 45 very specific people very <laughs> specific people yeah i won't go i have more i could say about those people but i'll just keep it to myself mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah although i kind of do die for the rent movie it's so bad but so fun <laughs> it's yes so it's so bad no yeah. offense to the rent lovers but if it's your favorite of all musicals it's like, a different story you can like weird. rent the mu the, some of the music does hit though. Like I do. I know. I know. Music. Are you kidding me? I know. Like almost oh, all of I the good jams. The of course, I, could, right. I could do the entire show by myself. But as you grow up, you're you're kind of like this musical is. Crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's about nothing, and it's, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. so many problems are so solvable. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I bet it's gonna have a resurgence with Gen Z because some of it, some of it's giving Gen Z. Oh my God! Great point. 
Great <laughs> point. To our Gen Z watchers out there. You Great don't like them. Point. <laughs> 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 okay. Great point. Yeah. No, I love rent. Don't get me wrong. Could literally do. I could, I'm I'm more of a Roger girl. I was very disappointed that that role was a guy because I feel like mm-hmm. that's more my range. Um, but oh, you would kill Roger. I would kill Roger. Um, but yeah, no, I love Rent. But if it's like your favorite number one musical, it's just a different sort of thing. Yeah, that, I'm a cabaret girl. Oh, see, Tanner and Ab, I love too. Cabaret is cabaret is definitely in my top three. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, back to this. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be really tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when you are having a bad time in life. Like me right now, my anxiety is so flared up. But when you can go into solution mode, there's no better feeling. A therapist is what you need to get there. A therapist helps you become a better problem solver. They make it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. I needed better help to get me to this place because better help was all online. And when I go into a place of I am spiraling and I can't find any sort of solution, I have a hard time even leaving the house. So being able to sort of function just from my phone and get everything I needed and everything set up that way was perfect. So I was able to get a therapist, do my therapy from my phone. I think I did my first therapy session in my bed and I love my therapist and it's helped tremendously because of my depression when I first started was really scary bad and it has changed my life. So if you're thinking of getting therapy, I suggest BetterHelp because it is so convenient. As I said, it's all online. It's accessible. It's affordable. And you get matched with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. And if you don't like your therapist, because that happens, you can switch anytime. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash she speaks today to get 10% off your first month. That's better H E L P dot com slash she speaks. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, Whitney and Justin at home. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. wow. Ooh. It, I, I literally am fresh off watching it, like literally finish it. I bought laundry away and I mean, sitting here with you. So Ooh. the emotions are uh, right here. I mean, like I, this whole episode was very emotional and uh, she is going through a lot and we just need to continue to send all of our, our love to her. And it further breaks my heart 
that her and Heather fall out this early. I didn't realize that this trip I didn't was either. that footage. I thought that was like the next vacay. Like that is really tough stuff. And you can see later that Heather feels a little in her feelings about the fact that the first time she's hearing about this is in front of everyone. Yep. Felt the same. I th- thought I saw it in her eyes. You can see between that and I have a lot of thoughts about her leaving the church and Heather's reaction to it. Cause it was not, I it was weird. It wasn't, it was very subtle, but it felt what felt so crazy about it was that it was like Whitney did this so quickly and it was like, Heather, you just wrote a book called Bad Mormon. You like have done all these things. It sounds like you're actually like holding on. You're not will- really willing to let go. Whitney was able to let go one night. <laughs> like it just did it, you know? Mm-hmm. And everyone deals with cults differently and it's a cult. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it is. I mean, a lot. You don't want to get me on organized religion, but a lot of organized religions uh, and cults, the Venn diagram sometimes can become a circle and (laughs) and and so it it's they everyone's allowed to have a different relationship and a different exit strategy but i think there's a lot of resentment happening with whitney versus i i I do know i do know what the what happens between them and you're right on the money okay oh my god okay yeah, you are right on the money. Wait, have you seen further episodes? No, I just have a source. Okay, great. That knows all of the things about Salt Lake City, and you are right on the mark. I think we might have the same source, to be honest with you. It's possible. We'll talk <laughs> offline. We'll offline. We'll offline. Um, they so her face though, like you can just see, you could feel the the rawness of it. Mm-hmm. Her brother's doing memory recall work and then told her that she had been abused and just the way she is crying. I mean, I was cry. I was crying. You know, crying. You, said, you still love me. I was like, no, done. no. I was done. I was done. Cause yeah. it just, you know, when you can, when you can tap into a memory like that and it's a, so much shame comes with it. So much shame comes when you've been abused and mm-hmm. then, Oh my God, it was. And then she said that Megan, her energy healer, Megan, just so that we're clear, yeah. uh-huh. um, was saging the house and that every bathroom had demons. So, oh. yeah. So uh. last week I did an impression of Whitney's robotic voice and mm-hmm. I noted that she's not doing that voice now. So clearly, like that's interesting. This like tra- it was kind of a trauma response. Like mm-hmm. Jane Fonda talked about when she did. Did you ever see the movie Clute? No. God, I highly recommend it. It's from the seventies, and I haven't seen it in a minute. It's fucking scary, not in like a horror way, but just really creepy and good. Mm-hmm. But she talked about how when she did that movie, it changed her as a woman, and her voice went from being up here to right down here. She did it inside the actor's studio, so that's what I'm like remembering. Oh my god, did you see her uh, Jane in Three Acts on HBO, like the documentary she did a couple years ago? No, but do I need to? Five, no, it's five. I think it's more than Three Acts. It's it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Gotta yeah. watch it if you're a big Jane Fonda fan. I am, so I will be watching. Yeah. And uh, so 
it kind of, like Whitney's giving me that energy where like she's now like uncovering her truth. And so mm-hmm. this because her voice used it sounded like she was reading off a teleprompter all the time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not getting that. I'm getting like real raw Whitney. Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't know. I didn't notice that. Once again, I'm like fresh off of it, but that's such a good perspective. Oh, look at me. Yeah, no, this this was ooh, this was a lot. Yeah. I did not expect to cry as much as I did, but I was I was right there with her. Well, and you know we have a great season when <laughs> like half the trailer we already got or we were right? getting in the first 3 episodes. It's just wild like like in Beverly Hills this would stretch over um <laughs> two seasons. <laughs> God, tell me about it. All right, so J- this is Jen. Jen's funny moment. Jen is like, "Oh, we're gonna have a garbage trash whore theme party," and mm-hmm. does like a whole thing. And of course, the coach is like, "No, that is a bad idea." But then she does her little cheer, and I'm like, "It's like nothing's wrong. It's like lion breezy." She's. It's like it's. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Um, but Whitney's getting ready, and she tells uh, Justin that her brother, who she's a half brother, Curtis, that lives in Arizona, who sounds super supportive. And I wish we could meet him. I don't know mm-hmm. if we will, but he just sounds great. He's like, you get here and we're going to support you. I think even that made me cry. I think when I she said that, I'm like, get to Arizona so that she, Curtis can support you. Her two half. I mean, we don't know this one, but the other one is so sweet and kind yes. her. like we've seen that in the past couple seasons so that really breaks me too that he had to be the one to like reveal that to her because i i'm sure that that was so hard on him like he really like he's like a personal trainer or something right like, and yeah. like oh, he seems like such a nice guy so they were like they had like a rollerblading yeah group or something Ugh, god yeah right and, there with you okay i'm gonna bring something up and i just need your thoughts on it and do we think this is dad related? I do because that dad, I that dad. Stuff. I know. Mm-mm. When that dad like guilt tripped her because she wasn't gonna pay for whatever he wanted oh, like her to pay her. for. Yeah, very manipulative. The way he looked at her too, he gave her this look like, "You're not gonna <laughs> do it for me." Like, and you always do it for me. Right. So. I felt like it was dad. Yeah, I feel like that's like the one thing they're not saying yet. Cause I think she knows who she definitely knows who it is. Cause she's like, I'm not ready to put that, those words out there. I am. I, that's exactly what I was feeling. Ooh, that gave me chills. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa and Whitney fly together and you know, you're not on Beverly Hills cause they're flying commercial and not like in some. You know jet. What? I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Thank I prefer you. That. One for me the too. environment too. Who cares? Thank you. I'm like, we don't need this. Bi- it's so expensive. It's so bad for the environment. It's like, guys, it just fly matter. on a damn plane. Fly on Delta One. You'll love it. You'll get to lay down. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That's a flex. Okay. Right. Right. That's a flex. We all know what that costs. Okay. Heather is like, <laughs> but this little montage of everyone talking shit about going to Arizona and why they're not excited. Heather's like, it's just like Utah, except warmer and there's more white people if that's I agree. possible it's a very weird spot to vacation and because it's like this it's like the same climate yeah and i'm like i get that they couldn't go outside of the u.s but like there's a bunch of other places well, they, they keep living in this little strip of states they're like utah colorado arizona it's like we're feel, only they must not be able to go here. within a certain like vicinity because of Jen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right. I feel like it's not even like outside of the US. It's like, no, not even within a certain mile radius. But Jen's being tried in New York. They should go to New York. She could they have fun. Go to there. New York. 
they go later clearly right yeah that's true yeah, yeah. they do uh Jen's like, USA all the way. <laughs> I was like, don't make me laugh, Jen. Don't you do it. I'm laughing at her and with her all the right? time. Right? She she's in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> of her own making, regardless of her being fully guilty so or not. Trouble. I'll let her decide that on her own. She's in so much trouble. <laughs> They walk into the house. Whitney's like, this is like Mary's house. It really was, though. It like, really was. And it made me miss Mary. It totally did. I love the way they put in Mary going, women. What a perfect clip to you. <laughs> I think Mary would have been a voice of reason with these gals right this season. I wish Agreed. she was there, you know. They needed to use Mary in a better way. They needed to just like let Mary come and go as she pleased. Yeah, let her have a different rule book than yeah. the rest of the housewives, you know. I really miss Mary like complaining about everything. Like when they went inner tubing, she was so annoyed by the whole thing. She was like, Whitney, take your I kids think she'll next be back. time. I think she'll be back. I, mean, I really believe so. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think she will be because I think that Bravo really loves her, even though she's problematic in her own ways. And I just think she'll be, <laughs> I, I feel it in my bones. Okay. I hope you're right because. In the right capacity, she's really funny. I don't think they care that she didn't go to the reunion. I think it would be really funny to do a home renovation show with Jeff Lewis renovating her home. He would never step foot in that <laughs> home. You think he would touch anything in there? No. I just think it would be a funny thing to watch. It would be hilarious. They would fight immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I just think he's crazy. She's crazy. And just imagine the looks they'd give each other. <laughs> just that alone right off the top you're right you're right whitney and lisa they go to hang in the hot tub and um whitney does tell lisa about blocking her childhood out and <laughs> lisa lisa seems surprised and she goes yeah i remember i remember things and i'm like wow that was really stressful for me <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sorry when she told the story about the slide later i was like kind of crying laughing Like, especially because we're coming off Whitney, who's talking about abuse. Was like, I remember that my dad took me to a slide. And he said one last time, in the words of Ariana Grande. And then I decided to go one more time. And then I looked around and said, where's my dad? It's like, that. When I when I'm saying it back, I'm like, that's not that crazy. Like yeah. your parents are like, no, no, lady, it's time to go. I even think she said I went like seventy more times. She's like, well, then you were <laughs> I'd being be annoyed annoying. Too, I was dead. <laughs> like, bye. We told you we were leaving. <laughs> the thing is, there are people in life that navigate it like her. Like I know people like that who are like, you're Me right. Too. I've been through some crazy shit, and they say, it, and I'm like. I just have to take a deep breath and I'm like, you're right. For you, that is crazy. And mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. You're like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a lot. Right. That's a lot for you. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> Especially because Whitney had just said, she's like, I, I blocked out a lot of my childhood because there was, you know, a lot of stuff. She's like, yeah, you know, I think, I think I've been through a lot. I've been, I've been, it's been even stressful things. And then she talks about how her sibling, they took care of each other and they took care of her parents and then she talks about how she thought she had a sister friendship with Meredith. 
And she did and she's crying. Mm -hmm. And I was a great friend of Meredith for 10 years. And I make so one you were. <laughs> and then I make one mistake right. and that's it. That's bullshit. And the bummer is like when they do when they showed that cold open and there was like them talking about how much they love each other. I'm like, I don't really think you guys really, really loved each other. I think it was just like one of those surfacey friendships. Well, I, I think they were real friends, but I think it's like a it, it was a friendship. It was just like they've known each other for so long that they would always invite each other to the things because they're like, oh, well, Meredith, I've known her forever. But I don't think they were like best, best, besties. But once they got cast on the show, yeah. they're like, you're the person I know. So like, I need to be, I need yeah. to cling to you. But especially because Meredith didn't really live there. So I think it was like when she was here, we would do things together because that, that's my Park City friend. And then because they like full time lived in like both Chicago and New York, I think. And then mm -hmm. when they got cast on the show, moved back to Park City. Mm -hmm. So I, Lisa's I think it's doing, a little bit of both. Yeah. Lisa's doing a good job of feeling really bad for herself in this scenario. She feels very bad for herself. She always says that. I feel but bad for me, too. So I feel bad for me, too. Yeah. She yeah. she feels really bad for herself. Mm -hmm. The other women arrive and. Lisa's really trying to get some shit out of Whitney. She's like, what did Meredith say? What did Meredith say? Tell me everything. And Whitney's like, I think you guys need to talk. Mm -hmm. And Lisa's like, well, look, I have forgiven myself um, and I can't wallow in self-hatred. <laughs> you know, it's like I hear I wish I, this is what I, I wish that Lisa would just kind of like not even try to talk. I wish she'd be like, fuck you, Meredith. Like mm -hmm. I wish she'd be like either a bitch or wallowing like like Ramona singer level with Bethany in Mexico, like yeah. going over the top. But instead, she's like a little bit like giving her a little tiny bit, just looking weak. And I just it's it's not landing for me. Like, and I love my Barlow, but I'm like, you're just you're not you're not going far enough one direction or the other. Yeah, it's like we've only got five here. We got to like we got to mm -hmm. like amp it up, you know, like if mm -hmm. if the fighting's happening, bring it up. We got to disengage. We got to go. There's literally five women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's very many. <laughs> yeah. So like if Meredith walks and doesn't want to say hi to you, be like, hey, you Heather. Hey, Jen. Right. Get hey, in there. Meredith. <laughs> Get in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Like, forget it. And so, all right. So the ladies are there. Women, when he's like, we have a shaman coming. And she's like, this is my now third attempt at healing. And if it doesn't work, I'll give up after this. I'm like, you are brave. And I think this is a successful attempt, though. I agree. I think this went really well. Yeah. Um, I can, I can already see that Jen is like about to cry because all Whitney has to say is Jen is going through a lot. And Jen is like, Thank you. And so she starts crying. I was surprised in her confessional that she said that these four women have been there for me because I feel like she thinks that Lisa is not a part of that. But I was like, OK, you included Lisa. That's good. I think. But I think she, they have like yeah. I heard them talking. They, they were talking at Watch It Up Live. I think it was how they all like went to dinner after last year's reunion, yeah. even though that reunion was like wild. Like, I think that they they have there's so there's only five of them. Mary has always been the outsider of the five of them. And I think the five of them have had a connection. They've been on a wild journey together. Like they will always and forever have like a bond be whether it's tumultuous or not. So I think I, I get it. I get what she means. Like they have been there for her. I am just, relieved. I don't know that she has a lot of friends. Jen. Right. I don't know that she does. I agree. I'm just she happy that she's not doing that. Yeah. I'm just happy. She's not like, except Lisa. And, and like playing that 
yeah game. i agree i agree that was refreshing because after the remember the reunion and it she, remember how she went for lisa it was like okay you need to tone it down yeah. remember she was like what docket what's a docket i'm like you know what a docket is all right uh, that reunion exhausted me it was too much yeah was it four parts it was four parts right Mm, I don't know. I hate four part reunions. I've never thought the only one that was sort of okay was Potomac because the last one was not really a reunion. It was just like a fun shoot the shit with Nicki Minaj. So that was fine, I guess. But like overall, I, I'm a three is too many girl. Yeah. You can be two, yeah. two pack them with content. Let's go. Yeah. Let's finish it up. Okay. But then we get this scene, Whitney and Heather, talking about the how Meredith brought up the Lisa Barlow rumors. And look, I understood Heather in this moment. Like, she's like, I'm trying not to smile. I get it. Like, it's fun. It's it's, so ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, wait, hold on. Meredith was willing to talk about this shit on camera. Like, what? But then, of course, Whitney's like, wait, hold on. Like, she I now feel bad, though, because I was participating. Now I'm like, here with Lisa and now I feel bad. So should I maybe give her a heads up? And Heather's like, uh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Don't do that. What we see though, in this preview for next week is that clearly Heather's been actively participating and gossiping about Lisa and said rumors. And so Heather probably doesn't want these heads up to come because she's, you know, been a part of it. Right. And I said this on, I can't remember if it was some podcast last week, but um, I think the problem here is that they're playing two very different games. So like Heather is playing what she thinks is like her role as fan favorite, like kind of like the Greek chorus, like laughing at what's going on, like kind of surface level with everyone. All, you know, she that's and kind of like ex, in an exterior mm-hmm. narrator to their lives. And Whitney is navigating a different game where she's literally entrenched in it. She's living some real trauma. She's trying to use this show as a way to really access like her feeling like she's, she's growing on the show and like using it right. And these, in these, a very different way. And so I, I saw it in that, in that scene, Heather is like, they look completely different. Like, Whitney's trying to have a real conversation and Heather is like one second away from looking like dead in the camera's eye being like, can you believe this? You know, <laughs> it's so true. So it doesn't work. And if I was Whitney and experiencing Whitney's stuff, I think I would be very taken aback being like, why are you reacting this way as my friend? Like you're not acting like yourself. Right. She's acting like the fan of the housewives. Sort of. You can tell that they've been doing that with like Angie because they've been hanging out with Angie Harrington and they've mm-hmm. all been like, oh, yeah, let's be like gossiping about Lisa. So that's been their normal thing. Mm-hmm. But Whitney's like, hold on, wait. I'm now deeper and more introspective. Mm-hmm. And Heather's like, when did we when did we become this person? We hate Lisa. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's interesting. You're seeing the cracks and it's making me really sad and upset, but it's also really good television. I'm like loving it. <laughs> I, I am too. And I have not been loving them. Yeah. No, I did not epi- like this- season actually much at all. Same did not enjoy. All right. Shaman time, but Meredith, she cannot handle it. I kind of don't blame Meredith. Meredith had a really, really rough time 
with the ladies being like, did your dad really have a funeral and all of that? It was just that very, was so very fucked up. Terrible. Oh, yeah. really bad. It was like, prove that you were at his memorial. I don't even really know whose fault that whole thing was, but it was not good. It was terrible. So she's like, I don't want to go. But anyway, the girls are down there with their shaman session, but they give the cacao drink. And Heather goes, I thought that would taste different. <laughs> well, yeah, you hear chocolate. You're like, oh, it's the hot chocolate. Yeah. But cacao is like, like bitter. It is. It is. Lisa loves it, though. <laughs> Lisa's like, I've never done any drugs except Diet Coke. And now I can add cacao to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith arrives late. And then, of course, she sits next to Lisa and the shaman's like, is there anything you want to share or release? And she's already crying. She's like, I'm not ready. Wait, no, the best part, though, is she goes, the woman who showed up late. Do you have anything? to say <laughs> Is that what she said? Yes, yeah, so like, it was like the lady or the woman who showed up late. Um, and she wasn't trying to be shady. I just think she doesn't know who this is. She didn't know her name. <laughs> She's like, the woman. <laughs> that's perfect. That's like when you're that's like when you're late to like a group fitness class and they call you out. Yeah. Oh, big pet peeve. <laughs> As yeah, a, of course. As, an, as a previous fitness instructor, big of pick. course, especially at a spin class, you just don't get to go. Yes, like it's and even with this, like I'm like you don't get to go to the shaman. Yeah, skip it. You, can you, skip you can't it. walk in. It's at, there's a certain point in a in a theatrical experience and a mm-hmm. most things that you signed up for. Very rarely is it like okay to just like show up. Like yeah. very late. Yeah, I have a very short fuse for lateness. Agreed. Because I got here. <laughs> yeah, right. That's my big thing. My, um, you know, a big pet peeve in the city too is people will be like the trains, and I'm like, well, guess what, bitch? I too took a train to get here, and mm-hmm. I got here early. So just wake up a little bit earlier. Yeah, those excuses don't work when everyone has to use the same sort of transportation or route. Correct. It's like, well, sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. The shaman makes them all lie down and like let mm-hmm. things go. And, you know, tears are flowing. And then this is where Lisa is letting go of abandonment. And she At talks the about the slide. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to laugh because you really, it did affect her. But it did. It so funny. It was hard to not laugh because I thought I was hearing it wrong. I'm like, she said her parents were like one more time. And then she's like, I waited for them to walk away. And then I was like, I'm going to go back on the slide some more times. And then I went up to the desk and was like, where are my parents? You didn't even <laughs> notice I was gone. I'm like, am I hearing this wrong? They told gonna... you one more time. <laughs> right. And, and don't you see her just holding a Diet Coke throughout all of this at all ages? <laughs> Little teeny tiny Diet Coke. <laughs> no, I even picture oh, you like see a big like styrofoam. A big... <laughs> she's like this big, but she's like walking around with like the styrofoam and be like, did they forget about me? <laughs> hey, did you see my parents? <laughs> That's why I love that. <laughs> so stupid. That's amazing. Mary talks about she's like, I'm back to last year with my dad and my nephew and the treatment she received. So they're wrapping it up and like asking, I'd wait. Did you hear when she, when Mary says that she's like, this isn't my first time working with a shaman. Yeah, I, I, of course she would pronounce it like that. Yeah, right. 
Because she said it right earlier. I'm like, don't now pronounce it like that's the correct way. I'm pretty sure that's the incorrect way. I think it is the incorrect way. Yeah, that's not right. No one else, no one has ever said that. (laughs) But then she's like, I'm sorry for being late, but it's because I just didn't feel safe. I'm very triggered about being here. You know, my the last trip after my father's death was weaponized against me. And this just doesn't feel like a safe space for me. And Lisa says, I'm sorry that I'm no longer a safe space for you. And Meredith says, you are not a safe space, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, Meredith. Like, I get it. I was like, Lisa's trying to like apologize for the 10th time. I get it, Meredith. But too much. Like, (sighs) message received. She knows. She's trying to say she's sorry that she's no longer. So I kind of like appreciated the walk off mm-hmm. they were done warranted she was still t- thinking about that slide she had a lot she had to release the abandonment <laughs> that goddamn slide <laughs> and and then she walks in and Mary's like well i'm not gonna lie but i think everyone was kind of like i was a little unnecessary like yeah for someone who disengages so much like you're really engaging in moments when you don't need to that's the thing that bothers me about her it's like i I'm all for boundaries, but it bothers me when people get to pick their boundaries, pick and choose their boundaries, but then like disregard other people's. That's that's what bothers me. Mm. Like you don't get to just if you can pick yours, like other people get to pick theirs. Uh You can get mad when people like aren't engaging the way that you want them to, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just not really fair. I didn't like the way Heather went to get Lisa because then she was like, don't don't walk away. Sit in it. Just stay there. I'm like, you can she can do what she needs to do. She can go walk away. Heather, don't produce. It was very producery. It was very producer. Like it was like, okay, you know, we don't want you walking off and doing another hot mic moment. It had that energy to it. But anyway, they went to dinner. So it was like the the shaman was like, I think now's a good time for you guys to go to dinner and get drunk. Go over there. Get out of here. Drinking. Figure this out. Yeah. I, she's like, you guys probably are hungry, right? Get out of here. So at dinner, Meredith, because she was late, she's like, what did everyone said as their thing to release? And Jen, which it just didn't her saying this line. Uh, I want to release the fear of going to trial in a month. I'm like, girl, there is no releasing the fear of going to trial in a month. You're not going to walk into that trial lack of fear. I don't think that's a thing. I don't really think she's like, there's all this new information, new discovery coming in. I'm like, and that is why you will eventually be pleading guilty. Yeah. This new discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got it. Ch- talking about how she's blocking coach Shaw when he's calling her. Cause she's going to, that's she's going, I'm sorry. She's go- thank you. She's going 3 AM. She's at her dad's grave site p- sobbing. And he Once calls, again, like, operating on a 10. Where are you? I would be freaked out. Where are you? She's like, block. Uh Uh-uh. No. Like, there. he's like, I can't wait for you to go to federal prison. It'll be a vacation. Just some peace and quiet in this house. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, And then, but Whitney starts crying. And this is exactly what you said. When she says that she's blocked her childhood due to abuse, the way Heather goes, you? It was like, hold on, wait, we haven't discussed this. And it did feel like 
this is something you should have told me about first. And I think that there's a pact between them where Mm -hmm. I think Heather has some things too, of -hmm. course. And she's alluded to a lot, but I think she feels a little annoyed at how Whitney is in two weeks of filming releasing so much that she hasn't been able to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's like, like, damn it. A week, probably not even two weeks of filming. Yeah. She's like, fuck. That's already. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if it's Lisa or Meredith, but one of them goes, you're brave, Whitney. I think it's Lisa. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, and Lisa, I mean, love her, but she's going to, she's going to use this against Heather because she's going to say, oh, you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I knew. She told me yesterday. About an hour before you got here. (laughs) Yeah, she told me. And then I told her about the slide. <laughs> and then next week we see, I was right there with you. I'm like, fuck, this happens next week. The Heather Whitney fallout. And it's because Whitney is not going to let Heather act like she hasn't heard the rumors about Lisa. And because that's what Heather's trying. That's clearly Heather's going to try to be like, I've, I've never heard anything about you, Lisa. And Whitney's like, uh, I'm not playing that game we're 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 outing ourselves we're playing the honest game now and we've all heard shit about lisa at the game angie told us about some i don't know i don't remember what she said basketball player or whatever and heather's like something she's just talking about jazz i think that's a basketball team oh i was like i was utah jazz like like a saxophone (laughs) or like a jazz dance class (laughs) yeah i was like what does jazz have what does jazz have to do with anything (laughs) yeah i think that's the i think that's the basketball team in utah i believe you yes and Um, i think that that and but you can see that heather is like this is when when a when a bestie goes rogue mm -hmm. it's a dangerous thing when it's like when you didn't get the memo that like we're telling all the secrets, you're like, whoa, 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 you need to check with me first because mm-hmm. I may not want to talk about all that. I've been the best that's gone rogue before. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, there's a situation. There was a situation. I would like a- to know this. There's a situation with a friend where like a, a friend was kind of like protecting a situation from another friend, but I didn't really know we were protecting that situation. Oh, and I just talked about it openly this. and then got in trouble for it. So. Was it, was the oh, friend my fault, but what, oh, you didn't do it on purpose. No, I was just like, I didn't realize that she had like protected this friend from this like secret. So was the friend that was protecting, were they like, what are you talking about? No. So the friend that had the other friend that had gotten essentially lied to, um was like was like wait what <laughs> and then like looked at the other friend in the front kicking under the table there was a lot happening there, so. oh i i i've actually maybe not i maybe i have done that i feel like i've been in that situation and there's no backing out once it's once it's out you're like uh, i'm really bad at not talking about it that's the problem i have with i'm not a very good secret keeper because like me neither. i'm really excited for people or i'm really like i want to get to the bottom of things like so sometimes i'm not the best person to go to if you have something really serious you need to talk mm-hmm. about not have at least one person learn about it yep i'm and i'm honest about that when i worked when i was hey, still I in the, 
when I was in the restaurant world and someone would come up and be like, can you keep a secret? I would say no. And they're like, really? I'm like, I'm, I just am honest. Like I, especially when like, if I'm drunk, forget it. Yeah. You're like, what bartender did you fuck? Don't tell me. Cause I'll tell everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Cause, cause I just don't think anything's sacred. No. I'm like, what? And I'll go tell everyone. So yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, Okay. Well that wraps us up. Thank you. That was, that was a treat. It's so much to we we somehow made a very serious ep- episode a little light. We did. We yeah. did. We did. Um, let's do the thing where you tell everyone where to find you. Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at the Tom Hamlet. Also, the podcast I host is called Dumpster Dive. We talk about people's origins of reality television as well as diving into current reality TV, mostly talking about Bravo. Uh, we dabble into some other things every once in a while, but we're currently doing a a Halloween series on the pod that everyone should go check out and listen to. We are chatting about Halloween episodes of housewives past. So check that out. Those are out every Wednesday, wherever you get your pods. I love the Halloween episodes because whenever housewives fight in costume, it's iconic. Oh, it's so good. I love it. We just did. We just did real houses of Dallas where Leanne dresses up as Stephanie Holman um, to her own face. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. It was also fun to revisit Dallas when it was like funny and fun, not when it was bad and mean. That last season. That was an unwatchable season. Unwatchable. Of television. Yeah. Poor Tiffany Moon. I know. That was, they owe, they owe her like residuals for a while. Like they just. They just, absolutely do. I think we'll, we'll see her again somewhere. I agree. They should do like a Married to Medicine Dallas. I think they tried to do Houston. I'm pretty sure. Oh, did they? I think they did. I could be wrong about that. There was definitely a third because they did Married to Medicine LA, which oh, was yeah. okay. But I think they did try to do Houston. It was a flop. If not, maybe I just heard they were casting it. Mm. But I think, I don't know why they don't do Married to Medicine in more places. It would be so successful. I agree. All right, Queens. Thank you so, so much. Don't forget to please rate and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening on Spotify, all you can do is rate. So just go and rate me five stars, please. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like this video and comment. Introduce yourself if I haven't met you already. And love you. Bye. My hat says Queens. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, Queens. Yeah. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five also please subscribe to my youtube channel she speaks bravo with emily hanks and if you haven't already please rate review and subscribe to the pod thank you guys i'll see you on instagram or tiktok at she speaks bravo bye seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.